You are listening to the Feedback Podcast with my homie Back. And we're live. Welcome to the Feedback Podcast, everybody. My name is Back, and as always, Miko in the house. Hello, America. Byron's in the house. What up, Byron? We are live on a special edition of the Feedback Podcast on a Saturday. It's shitty outside. Shitty. So I'm sure you're in there, <laughs> in your in your PJs or your onesies or whatever you wear, watching Netflix and pouring. Uh, not watching Netflix, watching this and uh, pouring some wine and listening to porn. us. What? You said porn. Said, <laughs> like Netflix. This is a porn Little porn real we didn't, quick. We, we didn't tell you like, that part Whoa. of the show. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you said pouring. I thought you said porn. Right. Little. Some people are doing that. It's rainy day. <laughs> <laughs> Might as well get out Big Black Buns parts one and two. Knock that out real quick. Now I stand on a rainy day. You know what I mean? Do me. I'm going to do me real quick. Man. And I shan't get off the evil out me. <laughs> do that. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, I, look, I'm really excited because... Special guest, Godfrey in the house. How you doing, oh, man? Oh, what's up? Thank you so much for doing this, man. Yeah, man. You know, I, 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 I how long you been doing your uh, podcast? Three man? years. That's amazing. I started that's the dope. year I met you. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. That's dope. I mean, you came, I met you at the Moon Tower Festival oh, yep, at yep. that hotel, and you was around all kind of comedians because you know you love comedy. And uh, I guess you learned to do the podcasting because you know a lot of comedians do podcasting because that's the new wave yep, now. Yeah. It's better, almost better than radio now. Yeah, it is. Podcasts are like, I mean, I, I, I've i done Mark Maron's twice and I get more publicity from that but from when I did Jimmy Fallon. I mean, I did Jimmy Fallon's talk show, uh-huh. stand up, and I got more pub doing Mark Maron's What the Fuck. You know what I mean? No, it's dope. I mean, he, I mean, it's crazy. Yeah. He, he like, got he got the president on ever since Daddy just after the whole thing after I, I don't know if you listen to my episode, but I shit on him about yeah, having black people on there. I said you need more black people. He goes, I have black people, not the super famous ones. Every white person is gonna have super famous black people. I said the ones that are like right under there. <laughs> you have a lot of unknown white people. Why can't we be unknown and black? <laughs> we always got to be super famous and shit. Like, damn, why can't we be average and, famous? And why he's just we... for the president anyway. Like, right. how you to top that, <laughs> you know what I mean. So he, then all of a sudden he said, "I got Barack." Well, yeah, you got Barack. He's a leader of the free world, you asshole. <laughs> but yeah, man. So yeah, the podcasts are uh, the new wave. Even um, when we talk uh, Instagram, that's another. That's so, like mini television. Yeah, he was telling me about this. This so this. King, what's the name? King, King Batch. You know okay. who King Batch is? King Batch is not. the king of Instagram and vines. He has eleven point one million followers. He's on um. He's on a Wildin' Out. He's on um. Um, he's on a different Black Jesus. He's on different shows. Okay. He's just doing another show with Adam Levine. Levine. He's look up King Batch. He's from originally from Toronto, but he grew up in Florida and now he lives in Los Angeles. King Batch. Then there is Amanda Sierney, who has ten million followers. Ten Instagram million Instagram stars. Ten yeah. million followers. And then there's um, Anwar. Is uh, um, this um, Arab guy who has about three million followers? Then there's this white uh, blonde kid. I forgot his name. He has like. About five or six million. These are like the stars of of social networking. He was just on sixty minutes for shakers and movers in the world. Yep. I was I just did four sketches with King Batch. Four sketches with him in New York about five days ago. And let me tell you, you want to see his reach? In the middle of Times Square, if you've been to New York City, Times Square, there were people from Pakistan. Went up to King Batch and said, you know how big you are in, pa- in Pakistan? He's never been there. He's like, I've never been. He huh. goes, you're huge in Pakistan. Another guy from Italy. Hey, in Italy, we know. I was like, holy shit. Wow. I'm, well, I'm so happy that I'm doing sketches because once you do sketches with them, 
your numbers go up. Right. And people, it's like a network, you know? And there's another guy named Rennie. His name is Lorenzo Cromwell. They call him Rennie. He has 1.1 million. He's getting bigger. He's being followed by Drake, Rihanna, 50 Cent. Yeah, he's a college kid in in New York. And I did four sketches with him because I play his dad because we look alike. But I go, Africa's African. We all look the same. <laughs> yeah, I so I said, boom. So now I'm in the street. <laughs> sure. No, so, no, I mean, for real. Yeah. But that's the sure. new wave of like pe- what people go up to. Yeah, yeah. no, I'm Tell dropping names. King, Shout to King Bat, everybody. Yeah, King <laughs> Bat. And not only that, he's a cool-ass dude. He's not an asshole. Because in this business, you get somebody that has all share his wealth, man. It's dope. And that's yeah. rare. How do you uh, think you know, they picked up that steam to get as many followers? You're broke. You're in, you're in your dorm room. He said, in the, yeah. with me and my friends, and the sketches out of our dorm room. That's the, how we started from the ground up. Just fucked around, did it, and then we started building. So he had been doing this since 2010. Shout out to King Bash, man. King get, Bash. Get a number there's down. back and there's Bash. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I want to go back real quick because Chicago, correct? Yeah, man. Chicago. So who who, uh, who at the time was oh, coming was, out of that who's camp? Who's the dude? At the camp, yeah. Well, the camp was, well, we would, I would, I was an amateur and I was doing Bernie Max, wasn't known. And they, and I was like, I want to do urban comedy. So they, Dion Cole, uh-huh. um, Dion Cole, Corey Holcomb. I, well, Corey, Corey Holcomb? Corey, I brought Corey to amateur night, to come to amateur night. I said, Corey. I've known Corey since I was 15. I said, Corey, man, you need to come to Amateur Night. You're so fucking funny. You're so, and you're so twisted. And uh, you, you're, if you can just get the, the, the technique of comedy, I'm telling you, you're going to be dope. And I, I, I forced him. It's like, you have D-Ray Davis. Uh-huh. D-Ray came up with Corey. They were like a year behind me. So I was, it was me and Dion Cole, Mike Epps. Mike Epps was my roommate in Queens, New York. We were, we were roommates <laughs> in Queens when I was working on the Cosby show. So, I had Mike Epps would come from Indianapolis. Cedric, to the mic. Cedric the Entertainer was coming from St. Louis. So, I mean, I, Cedric's a little ahead of me, but Cedric was from St. Louis, so it's all Midwest people. Uh-huh. So they would all come to the Cotton Club, where Bernie Mac was. So, so um, it, it, Bernie had his own show. Bernie already. had his own show at the Cotton Club. It was a variety show with Bernie Mac and his Mer- Bernie Mac band, and it would be all of us there. You know what I'm saying? So you would see DL, DL Hughley, all the motherfuckers. Shit. Oh, yeah, Common. He was Common Sense before yeah, he was yeah, Common. Yeah. 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 Common Sense is from Chicago. Kanye, I've known Kanye before all this shit. He's from Chicago. Everybody, it's all Chi-Town, dude. R. Kelly, when he was R. Kelly MGM, he wasn't even public announcement yet. You know what I'm saying? My boy was background, and my brother's uh, uh, classmate was background singer for public announcement. You know, Bump and yeah. Grind? Yeah. That's yeah. my boy. That's my brother's uh, classmate, Andre. Oh yeah, man. We that's how it was. And Bernie was this raw, like I, I mean, I can't imagine because me, me yeah, Bernie he'd be like, "Let me tell you something, you motherfucker." That's how. That's, <laughs> and that was a. That's uh, a I miss that. I miss that voice. That's a very yeah. Chicago thing. But let me tell you, I'm tired of them son of a bitch. I'm gonna yeah. But that was a Chicago thing. Mm-hmm. Like and to to see him get to that level that he got to, you're like, what? I I knew because I. I started because Bernie took me under his wing. He he liked me a lot, so I would host his show when he was on the road doing uh-huh. Def Comedy Jam. Mm-hmm. If you know, he got famous for yes! that. I, I ain't afraid. Yeah. Of you, I, I ain't afraid that, of you, motherfucker. But that was his second one. Remember, he went. He did the first one. He did take me out to the ball game. He did pretty good, but he was nervous. Uh-huh. Then when he came back again, he was already kind of popular. Mm-hmm. So when he did that kick, and I ain't afraid of you, motherfucker. He had come back a second time, so he was already comfortable. And that was the time I was hosting the Cotton Club. He let me take it over for a summer. And Damn. oh, comics were mad as fucking me. I, but Bernie asked me to do it. I didn't want to do it. He was, but if Bernie asked you to do something, 
Yeah, I'll do that shit. Yeah. So yeah, man. So that from there, um, I I moved to New York City. I started um, you know, going to New York because there's a guy named T.K. Kirkland. T.K. Kirkland, T to the motherfucking K. You look him up. He's like a gangster comedy. He's been doing comedy <laughs> since the eighties. He he used to hang out with N.W.A. like Ice Cube and Dr. Dre. He's in their videos. Oh wow. So he he's he did a lot of L.A. comedy. He was he was. Before Cat Williams, all these, he was the guy that did that gangster ass shit. He would call himself T to the motherfucking K. And that's what Yeah, I said the whole thing. Yeah, you have to. It's like a pimp named Sit Back. And he'd make everybody go, and I'm T to the motherfucking K. So so he brought me out to New York City to check out the scene, you know? So I was like, yo, come out to New York. First person I met, Tracy Morgan, when he was fat. I mean, Tracy Morgan, I'm like around Tracy Morgan, all these cats, Jim Brewer, um, who else? It was Tracy Morgan. Um, and that was the time Mike Epps had moved to New York finally. So I was around all these Def Jam comedians, you know, and then Chappelle I met. I met Chappelle when I was there. So what year was I that? I met Chappelle in Brooklyn. That's 90s? like 98. 98? I met Chappelle in Brooklyn, like at a Brooklyn show, a real ghetto-ass show. And I went up after Chappelle. And I was the only Chicago dude in there. So I was wearing, this is when the Bulls had beaten the Knicks, right? Uh-huh. And we had six rings. And I had uh, Michael Jordan shit on that you couldn't get only if you lived in Chicago. Because Jordan used to have a a restaurant that had rare Mm T-shirts. And I had one of them. And I'm in New York City. We just beat the Knicks. And I'm up there on stage like, yo, what up, Chicago? They were like, boo, (laughs) boo, get your punk ass. No, but I I still held my own. Man, you from Chicago. You're like, man, fuck that. You're in New York, though. It don't matter. (laughs) But guess what? Guess who took over New York? Bernie Mac did. Really? Remember that? What? Def Jam Comedy Jam. He was running that shit. Bernie Mac was the 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 face of Def Comedy Jam. You don't understand. Bernie was running that shit. Him and Kid Capri. Come on, man. Chicago was holding it down. And then for the women, it was Adele Givens. Adele Givens. If you don't know Def Jam, she was the lady that um, there was a dude heckling her, and she was known for her big lips. She goes. You, if I give you a blowjob, that's like giving a, a whale a tic tac, motherfucker. Oh yeah, and, I that joke. and she killed right. <laughs> and everybody, you know how they laugh in New York. Yeah. Oh! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, son. She, I, I don't. I don't even remember the la- them laughing. I remember the uh, spoof on In Living Color. Yeah, when it with the baby. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, you, but she was she was from Chicago, so Chicago was putting their foot in that bitch. Chicago mm. put the foot. Another guy named Kenny Howell who was like my big brother, he killed it on Def. He was one of the first Chicago dudes on Def Jam to get a standing O, Chicago. So Chicago was holding it the fuck down. So and would so, I be accurate in saying that yeah. you're proud you're from Chicago? you damn right. <laughs> <laughs> you're damn right. Like, Obama's from Chicago, man. What's Obama, up? I'm just telling you, man. Obama's from Chicago. Chicago Cubs finally won. Uh, oh, he's LeBron, James, himself Le- this year. LeBron yeah. James had to wear a Cubs uniform. I saw, I saw that. That, yeah. that was dope. But he yeah. lost the bet. So, yeah, yeah, he lost yeah, the bet. Yeah, yeah. but, but, you know, that was my coming up. And in New York, I've been there 16 years and shit. So the New York circuit is, the be- to me, the best comedy circuit, man. It just... The best circuit because we were like when I, I was doing some shows with Tracy Morgan. I remember he was like, I was like, yo, are we done? He goes, nah, man, we got he's like, well, we got like five more motherfucking shows tonight. <laughs> I was like, you got five more? He's like, yeah, we're going to go to the Bronx, then we're going to Brooklyn, then we go to Queens. I was like, and I said, This is how they rock out here. So they were doing like six, seven shows a night in New York compared to like six, seven shows a week in Chicago. Now, why if is that? Like, like, but it's just there's more things to do. Does, in New York. It's, it's a bigger more, city. All the comedy clubs are already. It's a bigger city. 
New would York is a big ass city. What yeah. would you say? More people support comedy in New York, like a percentage wise, or is it just numbers? It's just numbers. There's just more it's places just to do comedy. There's just yeah. a lot of places. You have cafes. You got. You got like they, you know restaurants. I mean, and, and especially with the black comedy circuit, they do comedy any fucking way. They don't give a shit. Chicken Shack, the barbershop comedy. They'll do like, yeah, we gonna cut hair, then you gonna do comedy. They don't give a shit. I, like I was telling him, they'll do they'll do comedy in a funeral. Yo, take it out. My boy just died. But we want you to open up. <laughs> so there's just and then New York has many more comedy more comedy clubs than anybody else. We have like. 15, 16 comedy clubs. Was the dude. cellar already like the big one, the one everybody wanted to get it, wanted to go to? The cellar was always the one everybody wanted to go to. The cellar is only 140 people. It's small, yeah. but everybody goes there. Chappelle, Seinfeld, Romano, you got um, Damon Wayne, Wayne. Everybody goes there because that club just make is the best club to do comedy. It's the hardest club to do comedy. Mm-hmm. Makes you better because there's real comedy heads down there. Nobody gets offended by shit. They want to see real shit. They don't give a fuck what you're going to talk about. They're like, what are you going to do with that subject? We want to see, right. can you make this shit funny? They respect the art form. I mean, every once in a while you have people that complain, but no one gives a shit. That's what I love about New York. The, the club owners are like, uh, if you don't like it, you shouldn't come in the club. I mean, Because there's always somebody ready to take your spot. I mean, you look at the wall yeah. and you just see like it's the crazy. history of all it's the crazy. people who have been there. You're like, man, you got to live up to that shit. You got Robin Williams on there in the 80s in that bitch. Like... It's like everybody you ever known has come through that bitch. I've done shows with all of them, with everybody. Like, and they just show up. Yeah, they just pop up. Louis C.K. Everybody, Chappelle. What before the SNL thing? He was, you know, he always comes over there though. He's go, he'll do be on there for three, four hours. But this is a normal thing for us. Seinfeld, who doesn't need to do comedy anymore, comes down there, works his shit out because that is the true test. Like you can do comedy anywhere in the world. But if you're not funny at the cellar, you feel like shit. You're like, damn, I couldn't do it at the cellar. That's why at the cellar, we always go, who's this dude on stage? All right, he's funny in L.A. We'll see if he's funny down here, though. Mm-hmm. If you're funny, that's something about the cellar, man. When you can smash, like Patrice O'Neal. Oh. Like, but that's who came from there. Bill Burr, Patrice, me, Robert Kelly, Jim Norton, all of us came from there. That's why when, you, when, we, when other comics talk to us, we're like, the fuck are you talking about, man? We wear that like a badge, like... But you, what do you? Just, I don't. I don't want to hear about your comics from your city. You don't impress me. You know what I mean? You're in New York. I'm like, yeah, I mean, you. I, but that's why I moved to New York. I saw the way they were banging. I was like, oh, I'm coming here. I said, Chappelle, wait, sign what on the same show? Remember the same show? Eddie Murphy would walk in sometimes. You're like, what? There's Eddie. There's Ch- fuck that. I'm staying here, man. Fuck that. <laughs> I want to get. I want my thing about New York was like I want to be a great comedian. I want that's going to keep me around the comedy. Uh-huh. What if I don't get a TV show? What if I don't get movies? What if that doesn't happen? I said, but at least I can eat with the comedy. Live my live shit. I'll make sure my shit is dope on that. On that, as long as my live shit is dope, yeah. I think every you stay in the game. Chris Rock is a perfect example of that shit. He stayed around because of his fucking specials. Bigger and black, all that shit he yeah, did. Yeah. That shit returned his shit around, man. Was and now he's about to get out that Netflix joint, forty million. Yeah, three but shows. Ch- and Chappelle, Chappelle got, got sixty. Two. Yeah, Chappelle got sixty million. He lost on fifty. He got sixty back. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But Chappelle, because he kept his dignity, he ain't let nobody put him in a fucking skirt. Good, what, good for him. Was there ever a, a comic that you met and you're like, holy shit, I can't believe I'm meeting Cosby? I'm not gonna lie, Cosby, because I work for him. Cosby, I was like, you don't get no better than that. I was like, fucking Bill, what? Bill, like I'm, I get to see him every week. Like, how'd you get the gig? Bill, I um, I got it. My agent, 
they they wanted somebody to uh, be an audience coordinator where you uh, you know you co- you talk to the audience, you bring out the cast, tell jokes mm-hmm. in front of them. Uh-huh. So I got my tape entered. And they sent me my the, my shit, and then they picked me. They were like, "Oh, we like you for this." And I was like, "Fuck!" Think about that. Your first gig, you yeah. getting a, you getting a, a couple grand for like a fucking week, a day of work. And you're like, get to hang out with Cosby, and then you get to meet like other legendary people. I said that shit was crazy. Mm-hmm. Shit was, cr- I was like, what? You're like, they're giving me money for this? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Cosby, fuck. That's that's who I was like, yo, Bill Cosby, because he's the best. He was, he was. Other than this shit that happened with him, he was the fucking best. I mean, Bill, uh, Richard Pryor wanted to be Bill Cosby. Hmm. That's a fact. He wanted. To, he he locked. He saw Cosby and said, how can I be the, as good as that guy? And then Richard veered off and said, I'm not him. Yeah. I'm going to be this dude. I'm fucked up. So he, But he learned from Cosby, though. He learned how to do comedy from Bill Cosby. You can't take that from Cosby at all. I mean, whatever. I mean, the, with the, the rape allegations and all that, I think that you got, you, you got to be. I mean, nobody can condone what he did, but you can't deny the, what he brought to the game. No, what he, he brought, but what he did was horrendous, and he yeah. should pay for that shit. Whatever. But what he did for comedy, man. What he did for black people. For black people's image. I mean, he didn't fuck it up. That that was a house of cards. That'll be be the telling thing. Like, can people separate his work from his personal? I can, definitely. But it's like, it's just like, it's horrendous what he did, man. But, you know, the dude from Seven Heaven did the same shit. Did some fucked up shit, too. Um, Uh Seven Heaven, there was a show. The white dude was how molesting little little girls. The blonde dude. Um, some dude from Seven Heaven was a show. Hit yeah, show. Yeah, 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 real show. But the guy, the father, he was oh. he was having sex with young girls, like twelve year olds, and he st- his reruns are still on. I'm like, bring yeah. Cosby shit back. Yeah. I'm just saying, no, it's no good. But don't like keep his shit don't on because the Cosby Show is a phenomenal show. Right. Yeah. First off, because NBC was in third place before the Cosby Show was there, and Cosby made it number one in one night overnight. The ratings went number one for eight years before sign before any of the white ones. Cosby was holding it down. It's the truth. Yeah, yeah. And then Cosby has just every every era Cosby. Go to the mic, every era Cosby changed television. Sixties, he was on I Spy, first African American to be on a network television show with Robert Culp. In the seventies, he was on Electric Company, Sesame Street. He was educating people. Then he had Fat Albert, mm-hmm. which was an African American cartoon, which was never heard of. Then in the eight, he had another co- a show, a Cosby show, but he played a, a gym teacher in the 70s. Mm-hmm. So Cosby, and then he did, in the 80s, he had Jell-O Pudding. He was advertising for a product, an American product. Then he had Texas Instruments. So he was one of the first African-American spokespersons to be multi-million dollar, to be working for multi-million dollar companies. So he did so much in each era, like a uh, different world. Another thing he did, where black people in college, mm-hmm. like, yeah, we go there a lot, you know? <laughs> And he had a show about black people in college. And he was just changing the game. And then he bought, you know, the Little Rascals. You know, you know yeah. about the Little mm-hmm. Rascals? There, there was that, they had buckwheat and all that. He bought the rights to that because he was like, I don't want to see the image of black people like that anymore. So he, he bought it to where they couldn't show it anymore. So That's he was awesome. always about our image, our upstanding image. And he, you know, <laughs> fucked up what's happened to him, but... Some, I'm not taking the credit from all that other shit. Some of the conversations Byron and I have some, uh, sometimes we watch you know, some black comedies of today, and it's yeah, like, what are the successors from Cosby? It's one of the, just a fun conversation to play with. Like, what, who is following in that line of comedy and carrying that torch? I, I don't know. I mean, you got guys like Kevin Hart, who's blowing shit up with his thing, and he's, 
It's it's hard to say because on the sitcom level, can you can you? Uh, no black, black sitcoms. Yeah. Nobody. Who? Then you have. I I, I like to mention sometimes. Uh, what Who? was it? Uh, that Damon Anthony, Wayne. My wife and kids. Isn't my Anthony, wife and kids. Uh, Anderson, 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 Anderson show. Yeah, yeah Black Anderson show. Black yeah, but they're not doing what Cosby did. But I mean, well, Cosby no opened. The, Cosby no opened the gates for that. Right, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. As far as like, so who's still using that formula? It's, you know, I who's still know. following that line? I, don't really, I would no, say I don't that. Really, I don't really see it. I would say Blackish, my wife. Black, and kids oh, Blackish, my wife and kids not on anymore. Well, no, but they were yeah, part of that middle. Oh, that area was a good show. It. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's nice it's, to see the, that. The show in the family. But yeah, co- but as far as the family is cool, but Cosby yeah. was just man. He's but, just it's like it's it just still holds up. Like the Cosby show is just so much because Cosby's just that comedically genius. He's just smarter than everybody. What was it like in person? He was dope. He was cool as fuck. He was cool as shit. Like he was a regular ass cool dude. But he's still like a little. He was a little. Like he had a little chip on his shoulder because he's. I'm, I'm Cosby. I fucking like, look what I've done. <laughs> so it was almost like a legitimate little chip. But it wasn't like overbearing. Like where you can't approach him. You were still like, hey, what's up? He'd be like, hey, you know, he was. He was cool dude. He was cool man. I wasn't buddy buddy with him, but yeah. he was respectable. He was cool. You like you didn't feel bad. Like oh, he was a dick. Nah, he was cool man. You could walk into his office like, hey, what's up? And I was there when his son was murdered, man. Oh. I was there, man. Yes, I was. Damn. Damn. I was around. So, so, wait, so that's like, that's what, 20 years in, yeah. in comedy yep. for you? And he was, what, Cosby, 50 something? At the time or now? No, he was on 40. I don't even know how old he is now. He's, he's, he's old. He's like 80. Yeah, one eye just, he's like, I don't give a fuck anymore. <laughs> he's like 80. He quit long time He's like 80, but he. 50-something years, dude. Like, maybe 60 years of comedy. Bill Cosby. Shit's crazy. You ever met Carlin? I saw him live. Thank God. Because that's one of my favorites. Like, top dog. Yeah. It's Carlin. George Carlin. I'm influenced by Carlin a lot. Carlin and Pryor are my, like, dudes. Like, Mm -hmm. as far as, like, the way my style is, definitely Carlin and Pryor. Like, I mean, I'm not them, but I'm influenced by them. You know what Uh I mean? I'm totally, my voice is totally different than anybody's. I stay in my lane, but I I do the heavy shit. I'm into the race thing. I do the uncomfortable jokes. I that's my shit. You know what I mean? Calling that's, people out on their shit. Yeah, that's me. Yeah, I was just about to say, what is your style that you take? My style is conversational. I consider yeah. it conversational scenario type. I I go with the flow. I I can talk about something that I just saw. I'll just talk about it right there. I am so always changing up my act. It's never really the same. Mm-hmm. You may hear the joke the same, but you, you have to repeat jokes. It's just When people say, I heard the same shit, I go, yeah, that's comedy. You got to repeat it. Because right. sometimes when you repeat it, there's times where you find not something new. Oh, I did it differently this time. Right. That's why people don't understand. The people who don't do comedy don't get shit. They're always experts. Everybody's an expert that doesn't perform. <laughs> Everybody has something to tell you about your act. It doesn't perform. It's fucking amazing how comedy is the thing that everybody's an expert in, but won't fucking do it. You know what I mean? Everybody has something. Let me tell you about this. I go. I don't need you to tell me. You, you do this on, joke. I say, why don't you go do it? You go write that shit and you go do it. You go spend twenty fucking years busting your ass and you go do it. I don't need your suggestion, man. I mean, but they come from it with an arrogant, like not like you know what I mean. Like if another comic comes and tells me, hey man, you know what you can do this joke. I go, okay, cool, because they're a performer. But the non-performers, uh-uh, no, no, please. What's, what's the what's up? What's the best piece of advice you got from a comic? Oh, um, Cosby gave me advice. I mean, I got Cosby, Seinfeld. They all gave me advice, which I've been lucky and in Bernie Mac. Well, Bernie was always like, half the battle is being interesting. It's mm-hmm. like half the battle is just them liking you. Just I like this dude or this girl. The fact that when you they like you, 
you can say anything damn near. You can get away with anything. If they like you, because that's half the battle. It's like politics. Half the battle is them liking you. Like, fuck the policies and all this shit. It's a it's a popularity contest. Right. Do you like Hillary? People don't <laughs> people don't like Hillary. They don't like the she, fuck her. That's why it's that's how she lost. They don't like her. So but I, I can tell you something. Something about Donald Trump people like, man. You can I, he's an asshole. But he always has been an asshole. Since the 80s, he's, he accepts it. So when, <laughs> when you talk about somebody and they're not phased, all you can do is like, you know, I like I like this dude. That's funny. Because you can only go so extreme, then it has to be a balance. Because mm-hmm. Donald Trump's like, yeah, I'm a dick. Okay, next. What else you got? You're an asshole. Okay, what else? You're rich, arrogant. Okay, what else? Okay. Maybe he, you know, mm-hmm. I'm telling you. So Donald is a like to me likable because he doesn't give a fuck. He's comfortable with himself. He's funny as shit. <laughs> I'm I mean, sorry. He, he me is dying. It sounds like he's doing stand up when he does. He's yeah. really doing, yeah. dude. The last one of the debates, he hit. He told three jokes and murdered. <laughs> he was killing. I was like, yo, it's a comedy club. He was he was literally telling jokes and and frustrating Hillary, and I was laughing the whole time. But I'm saying it's it, what Bernie was saying. Half the t- half the battle is 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 being liked, and how, then, then how do you get funny. people to like you? What do you do? It's what not, do you do? Well, what do you not, do as a comedian? Not, it's sometimes you can't. There's nothing you can do. It's just a, a presence. It's not. I mean, you gotta have the right personality. Yeah, just be up there and sometimes it's not even. You know, how it's not. Sometimes some people may not like me in the room. It's nothing you can force. It's just like, oh, I like that person. Oh, I didn't mm-hmm. like this person. So it's an energy. But you know what I mean. But if you are liked. You know, it's going to be, it goes from show to show. Sometimes the crowd's like, this guy's amazing. I love this guy. And then everything goes well. And then mm-hmm. sometimes people are like, meh, fuck this dude. But you know, the, you there's, know? The, there is this idea about comics that I've heard a lot is, you know, they feel that need to be loved. Of course. And they're miserable in their life. But when they get on stage, they feel accepted that's, and acknowledged. That's, that's Michael Jackson, dude. It's Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson was probably the, I heard, I know people who worked with Mike. One of the nicest dudes you ever meet in your life, the most humble. This was the coldest entertainer who, till this day, no one can fuck with Mike. Nobody. Mm-hmm. Not even Timberlake trying to be Michael Jackson ass. <laughs> I mean, please, Timberlake, yeah, yeah, yeah. please. Yeah, I, I got so angry. I talk about that shit. I shit on Justin Timberlake. And Justin was a fan of mine during the MTV days. I, but I, I was like, you can't, don't do Michael, though. Don't ever step into the realm of Michael Jackson. You're going to get hurt. You're going to get hurt. <laughs> Don't fuck with Mike. Mike is the coldest entertainer that has ever lived. Other than James Brown, too. Don't fuck with Mike. Th- that's how deep it is. But Michael said he feels comfortable on stage. He didn't like being in the normal. He's felt like I needed to be accepted. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, it is true. You want to be liked. You know, there's a narcissism behind what we do. It has to be. Fuck are you doing talking to strangers? I'm, <laughs> I'm funny. Hi guys. There's a narcissism. It's different levels of it, but we all have a narcissism. There's something missing. They say, "Oh, is it your family background?" I said, "Not really, because being West African, we pretty normal, man. We, Africans are pretty goddamn normal." Thank you. I mean, we're pretty normal <laughs> because you know why? Because we're always you barra- can't agree with each other, and, and no, but we're yeah. but, but we're barraged with philosophy all the time. Remember, you have to do do, do, do. Remember, don't do do do, do. Always remember your people. Always pray to God. Always go to school. 
always this, always that. If you don't do this, if people are going to think this. Right. <laughs> Remember your people. Always be humble. Always give money to da da da. You're you're, you're barrage with philosophy. Remember don't berries. change. Remember, you remember you're African. You're African. Don't forget you're American. But remember your culture. You have to have to. Huh, huh, huh. So yeah. you, so you can't. So in my in this business for me, there's a lot of stuff that I refuse because I don't want it to compromise my fucking dignity, man. Because I think about my parents when they were around. I think about them. I think about the Nigerian community and how they're gonna perceive me. I don't want to fucking clown myself. That's a lot of the reason why I don't... People say, well, why aren't you more famous than this? That I go, well, there's a lot of shit I won't do. I'm not doing it. Fuck that. No, I'm not doing it because I got to answer to people. I got a niece. I got two nephews and a niece that look up to me. I'm not doing no fucking clown shit. It's not going to happen. I don't mind being silly, doing silly. Right. I love silly comedies. Soul Plane was funny shit. It was so it was Hanging out with Snoop Dogg for 10 days. Snoop Dogg, man, Method shit. Man. And- I had yeah. so much fun on that set. Me and Snoop talking, just talking heavy shit, heavy politics. But I'm not gonna. If I don't, I'm not gonna put on a dress. I'm not gonna do that. I'm not gonna put on lipstick and shit. Fuck that. For what? You're no, gonna, you're not gonna do that. Two on food. Thank you for two everything. on. But two, but two on food was everybody was dressed that way. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. the difference. Wesley, mm-hmm. Ed Liguizamo and Patrick Swayze. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's different. See, that's a different thing because Wesley Snipes was already a superstar. Wesley had already been doing Blade. He was already established. Wesley did that as a. I want to do something as an artistic challenge. I get that. He wasn't like they had the black dude in the dress and everybody else wasn't. Usually they have us looking like clowns and everybody else is normal. You understand? It's the yeah. scenario. So Snipes did the right thing. He was like, no, I, I want to do this as a challenge because he was already doing action films. Mm-hmm. It's not like he had to do that, then get Blade. Mm-hmm. See the difference? He didn't have to, you know, he didn't have to bend down, mm-hmm. bend over, you know, and get his ass wiped out. <laughs> to, you know, that's what they do in this business. It happens like that. Sometimes they there's compromising. I'm not even bullshitting you. I've I've heard some new stories and feel have been free, told, feel free. No, <laughs> nobody I've been, listens I've been, to this. <laughs> I've been told stuff that I go, wow, it sucks, man. It's yeah. you, you can't just be hey, but me, it's probably gonna take a little longer. I've done stuff. I got credits, boom. I go, but I'll be damned if I get clowned before this shit is over. Nope. I'm, I'm going to stay in my lane. I want to be able to look back and go, all right, cool. You know, my, my ass ain't bleeding. <laughs> I got my pride. You think there's a, there's a new style of comedy that's uh, emerging in the Mm-mm. past couple of years? You mean the unfunny years? shit? Yeah, that shit, it's called unfunny. That's that, it's that alty bullshit. It's not, but now I'm not talking about the alty because Mark Maron was alty. Yeah. Patton Oswalt's Alti, Sarah um, Silverman, but they're funny. Mm-hmm. And Maria Bamford, who's a mo- oh man, yes. I love me some Maria Bamford. What? What? Oh shit, she's Alti as shit, but she's fucking funny. I don't care what the type of comedy is. Mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck if you got a puppet. You know the amazing Jonathan? Yeah, mm-hmm. that motherfucker's hilarious. Mm-hmm. He's so funny. He's a magician. He's so- he's just a naturally funny guy. I don't care what the style is. Uh huh. Be funny, motherfucker. It, funny is not doesn't change. Being funny doesn't change. You can do all this other shit. You got to be fucking funny. To me, I take comedy as a sport. You understand? You got to go to practice, and you got to throw strikes. You got to throw the football. You got to catch that motherfucker. I don't care how you hike it. You got to score. You know what I mean? It's like this. This there's these other ulti motherfuckers that think that they don't have to be funny. Like they just they think they're so intelligent that no, you still gotta be funny. 
a lot of people, a lot of audiences know what you're talking about. A lot of times they pretty much do, especially cats that are older than you. They're like, I've lived this, man. What you what you talking about Star Trek for, motherfucker? I was watching the episodes. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But these alty people, they, they try to make an excuse because they're not funny. So they go, yo, well, it's a different style. Nah, you ain't funny. What's an example of it or an example person doing it? Well, like, I don't, I'm not calling anybody out, you know, because I don't want to do that. Because there's people that do well and do that kind of shit. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But like, here's another example. Hannibal Burris is funny. Yes. He's alt. He's a black dude who's alternative, but black alternative people, that's nothing new. We've been alternative before everybody else was. <laughs> you want me to give you an example? P-Funk, George Clinton. If you ever know P-Funk, you know, if you know P-Funk from the 70s, you know P-Funk? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. George Clinton? Sure. He was alternative. That was alternative funk. He was always throwing in messages, always throwing in messages about racism and politics, mm -hmm. Chocolate City. That was about the chocolate stuff. Richard Pryor mm -hmm. will be this, um, the, um, the Secretary of State. Mm -hmm. We'll have James, Aretha Franklin will be the first lady. Mm -hmm. He would always throw in crazy shit. So, black, but, but um, Hannibal Burris and like some others, there's other black comics that are doing that alty stuff, but they're funny though. You understand? You can be alty. First of all, I do alty shows and I smash them because I know that kind of shit. You can't references. I'm good at that. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I mean, just because I, I mean, I, I think it's just another word for just an alternative to being not funny. You got another, you got another a, a group of people that will accept you because you whack. That's all that shit is. <laughs> because Mark Maron will walk into a regular comedy club and smoke it. You know, it don't right. matter. And he's alty, but not he's just a fucking comic, man. So I don't that alty thing to me is just a, a misused word. It's for, for being unfunny. Mm -hmm. But you have a you know you're unfunny in a cafe that they accept you in somewhere. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> funny is funny. Look at Carrot Top. He's crazy, but that those inventions he does. I go, damn, that shit was funny. It's clever. I mean, it's, he's, he's a prop comic, but it's clever. Think about it. How does he come up with that? He has to come up with shit in Vegas. All oh, yeah. the goddamn yeah, entertain that Vegas crowd. Oh, and he's a multi-millionaire, but man, he's creative. That's funny. That's his style. That's funny. Funny's funny. Don't matter. Wow. So yeah. it's uh, how many times you've been in Austin? Oh, like six, seven times. Six, seven times. Yeah. You've seen the city grow. Shit. Yeah. The traffic. Yep. I almost oh, was late yeah. for my fucking set. Yeah. I'm thinking we're going to get there fast. I was back like, 10 minutes, 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> he said 10 minutes for 20 minutes. He's like, 10 minutes. That's an African thing. Go in, 10 minutes. We did that. Right, 10 minutes, 10 minutes. <laughs> There's African time. Yeah, exactly. You can get anywhere in 10 minutes. <laughs> I'm not even talking about color people. There is African time. <laughs> it's just there. Just there. We're coming. <laughs> But yeah, man, so it's grown, man, because they say it's like 165 people move to Austin every day. Yeah. Yep. So number. Austin is the shit, though. The vibe is great, man. And, and a lot of that, because um, I do this thing about how Texas is still Texas, though. You food truck my ass, you still got those. Yeah, drive out like an hour out. Oh, boy. 10 minutes. 10 minutes. 10 minutes out. 10 minutes out. Yeah, you want them food truck fuckers, aren't you? Oh, boy. Let me get a taco. You and your goddamn food trucks. Yeah, there's still that. They eat the tacos, though. But I like the fact, of course, I like the fact that there's so much changing here. They're becoming like a metropolitan kind of city that all that. Shit is going away, kinda. It's like it's kind of cool that make it because Austin has created a lot of cool shit. Like Whole Foods came from Austin yep. for Christ's sake. You know, what I mean, you would think it came from no, it came from New York, California. Nope, came from Austin, Texas. Yep. And all in Texas, 
It's kind of a sleeper state. There's a lot of things that come out of Texas that's crazy, you know? Mm -hmm. Like Six Flags came out of Texas. You don't even think about it. And Six Flags represented the different nations. Yep. Right. Like yeah. Texas was all... In, so Texas is and it, it's becoming very international. You know, with the with Houston, Houston. and the Vietnamese yeah. and and the Kenyans coming to Dallas and you coming Senegal. I mean, it's, it's <laughs> the only Senegalese back. Just you. It's only, just only back. Yeah. Only, and if any other Senegalese comes, I go no. There's only back. <laughs> only back. Back is the only we one. Meet that quota. You that's have to report. You report to back, <laughs> and he will let you know if you can come in. <laughs> I will take that. I would. <laughs> back, back. How many people have you denied coming in? You don't see them. Like, your brother, your sister. That's that's full gone, full gone, full gone, the guys, full gone, the guys, full gone, the guys. It's yes. name of family. That's it. Yeah. So you know, um, yeah, Austin is a great comedy. It's a great, it's a great entertainment place. Live music. So yeah, Austin is great. It's like a balance of political correctness and edge. So they have a balance. So you can still do your thing. You know, Texas is a good balanced state. It's not too southern. It's not too. You know, it's well, Austin is Austin, right? It, but Dallas is great, man. Dallas, great, great, great um, um, crowds, man. Mm -hmm. Houston, great crowds. You know why? Because there's money in Texas, and people look like they're doing okay. Yep. They yeah, got a good true. middle class in Texas, they man. Do. People yeah. look like they're doing decent here, man. I'm telling you. And that helps when your money's all right. When your money's all right, your kids are taken care of, your house is big, you're not living in a small-ass apartment for $5,000. Yeah. <laughs> comedy tends to come very easy. Like, things are good. Hey. Yeah, that's not a little us. bit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The only, time, the only time that you guys get pissed if a football team loses, you know, that's about it. <laughs> or the drive to work to and back every day. Yeah. That's yeah, yeah, well, yeah. So, and then that's, then that's just leaking into San Antonio where I perform at the LOL Comedy Club. Yeah. San Antonio is becoming, like, getting packed with people that overflow. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's not that far. So that's yeah, kind of like a cool... Out, yeah. That's a cool back and forth. They're like our thing. big little brother. Which is dope. <laughs> and I talked... I checked out that Alamo. That shit was dope as shit. The whole story of the Alamo. Yeah. Yep. yeah. I was like... I was, that was fly as shit. I was like, that's starting to build up. I know it's going to build up because they're going to go, yo, we got to get like Austin well, and build up. For, for a long time, people used to say the, you know, the best part of... Uh, uh, San Antonio was Austin because everybody was driving up here. <laughs> now you can't say that no more. Oh, it used yeah. to be keep San Antonio lame. Keep yeah. Austin weird. Ah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Keep people, you, that, was, that was beef. Like, you were like, but nah, that's good. Keep though. Houston under construction. Keep Dallas pretentious. <laughs> that's great. I like that rivalry because that just makes you step it up. It makes you step it up. Yeah. That's all yeah. it does. Dallas got that architecture, though. Those buildings, yeah. some of those buildings are cold as shit. I'm like, what the fuck? It's that Jerry Jones money. You damn yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> he is a yep. pimp. He is. A, I've been. I've been in Dallas stadium? Cowboy Stadium. Yeah. It's pimped out. It's, it's hard dude. to watch the game and, and now not they're, watch right, the screen. Right now they're yeah. eleven and one. What? Yeah, it's crazy. The only thing is, if they <laughs> screw up in postseason, that's all it takes is one loss and they're yeah. finished. That's what's going to be the key. I don't care about that. This shit. You can be whatever you want because uh, the Giants popped Brady in his dumb mouth when they were almost undefeated. Yeah. So fucking kiss my ass. <laughs> Giants fan over here. I'm a big time. But I like Dak Prescott. I'm a, I'm a black quarterback fan. Fuck that. I don't care. <laughs> if the Patriots get a black quarterback, I'll be like, all right, go Patriots. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pro black. I don't give a shit. But okay, well, I, 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 let's get politics for a little bit because yeah. you touched on, on Trump yeah. being funny and everything. Mm -hmm. And same thing when Bush got elected, elected people were like, all right, it's going to suck for the country, but for yeah. comedy, it's going to be dope. Yeah. Now, with Trump in office. Whew, I got it, great material. I'm, I, I mean, my material I talk about is awesome about Trump. It's f actually funny because Trump is an easy target. 
Yeah. So your ter- material is going to be whack, or it's going to be like, oh, we heard that. But the material I've been doing has been really good, mm-hmm. so I'm like, I'm keeping it. Because I have a bunch of shit on Trump, and it's all working. So. How do you come up with that material? What do you do just, as an you artist? Just watch, it just comes in your head. It just comes up. I don't... I don't so what are you watching? So like, yeah, I, mean, I watch the debates. I watch yeah. the debates, CNN stuff, the footage. I watch all the corny-ass footage of Trump. Oh, that because today they had that lady from Asia call him. That president called uh, from Trump. China, from China. From China. Taiwan and congratulated him. Oh, Everyone's like, why is he... What the fuck are they calling Trump for? Trump's, and Trump even said, she called me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he acted like it was no big deal, but it was a big deal. They've never called anybody in such a long time. Trump gets a congratulatory, congratulatory call, and he still like kind of goes, oh, that bitch called me. Like, pretty much he said it like that. <laughs> yeah. So he tried to act like he's, he's such, a, such a dick. He's such a dick. <laughs> but I love it, though. But he makes the... He's a money man. You know, Trump is a money man no matter how you slice it. He's a money man. He's a he, he. Everybody's making money with that dude. Mm-hmm. If he shows up to your bookstore, there's money. He shows up to your uh, radio station, there's money. He shows up anywhere, people get money off this dude. He's a money man. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So, I don't know. I, I I can't say. I don't know what the presidency is going to be like. He may do well. What if he? What if and, you know he's a winner? So he's always trying to win. So what if Trump on purpose, just purposely takes care of the black community first? Just to go, told you, Obama, told you. <laughs> I'm the real black president. <laughs> I could just see him doing that. He's like, your people like me better. <laughs> I don't but know he, what happened. But he's the type yeah. of guy Universe that wants... Universe would break. But he's the type of guy that wants bragging rights. He just wants to talk shit. And maybe this will motivate him to be the best he can be. Because everyone's shitting on him, going, oh, he gonna fuck up. He's so egotistical, he's going, fuck that. I'm going to get the right people. I'm going to make sure I have my right crew. Watch. You, you never, we don't know until Nobody the first knows. 100 days. We Nobody suspect. Knows. All we know so is we he's know. a dick. And everyone's mad that he won because he's not qualified. But I'm like, well, you obviously weren't qualified because you couldn't beat him. So what you talking about? You went to school for politics. This fucker just knows how to politic. Big difference. Mm-hmm. Big difference. And that's a big difference in show business. Learning how to politic will get you a long fucking way. Man, how, how have you dealt with this uh, PC culture bullshit? I just, I kind of shit on them. I, I like, I kind of like the PC shit because it's a resistance when you tell a certain joke and people are like, ooh, I like that. I like when asses tighten up a little bit. <laughs> yeah, he said that all Get that little crowbar, like that open that shit up, that little crowbar. <laughs> like a little cellmate. Get your ass open. <laughs> but the PC shit is phony. It's very phony. You know, they act like racism started when Donald Trump was running. Yeah, I mean right. the ooh, Nazi parties. Any, they've always. What is wrong with people? Racism has been around for a couple hundred thousand years. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, Donald didn't start it. Donald didn't start it. It's been around. It's always been there. It's never not been there. I'm, I'm so tired of this shit. That's like going, well, air. What? It's always been here. It's always been here. Racism has been here. Nazi Nazi groups have always been around. It's about what are you gonna do? Mm-hmm. It's all about what are you gonna do? My thing is, I hope nobody runs up on me because I'm gonna I'm gonna stab somebody. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> I, I'm because I, I, I'm 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 ready for some bullshit to happen. Like someone, they might do some like some street shit. Oh, mm-hmm. I'm gonna go. No, nah, you ain't attacking me because we're gonna be fighting. I'm I'm being real. I'm I'm not even fucking around. I, you, if you run up on me on some, I'm a Donald Trump lover. I'm gonna try and stick you in your mouth. I'm gonna try to hit you in your mouth in front of your family. I mean, I mean, I might get my ass whooped. I don't know, but I know I'm gonna be ready for that, for the get down. 
That's real talk. So don't be sitting around here like some, oh, no, everyone's not like that. Just be ready. You never know. <laughs> a little old man stick you in the side. A little old, old dude be like, hey, you fucking Negroes. <laughs> you never know. I'm going to have to whoop an old dude's ass. I'm going to hit him in his old throat. Packet. <laughs> I'm going to smash him right in his old throat. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. Do you ever use your comedy to for your own personal oh. for your own personal beliefs or political stance? Yeah, do you I, ever I, use that to I, deliver a message? My thing, I right? deliver a message because I, I, I care about human beings. Not to sound corny, but I care about human beings. My anger comes from my passion for human beings. I, I mean, content of character is the key. Like I, I judge people for what they are and how they treat people. I don't give a fuck about black, white, but they brought the game to me. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Racism came to me. I didn't do shit. I was just walking around and motherfuckers calling me nigga here, nigga there. I was like, in Chicago. I was like, what? Nigga, what? You're accidentally black? <laughs> from my, from my <laughs> but, but you know where that came from, right? I called it accidentally black because I say the things I say, people don't expect me to say. I just happen to be black. Uh -huh. So I like let people ask. They, they figure, what does it mean, accidentally black? Accident I like that people ask questions about that. Because mm -hmm. people are like, oh, what, are you ashamed to be black? Oh, no, dummy. I said, I love, I, I just, there's things I say and people go, and this is another form of racism. Oh, you're so smart. Right. Oh, you're so articulate. Yeah. So articulate. <laughs> you know, like one I'm of like, them. I go, but you're not. So what's, you're not that articulate you're yourself for a white guy. You're not that articulate. <laughs> what happened with you? You know what I mean? It's like they say that because it's a racist thing to say. You know the, who came up with a term for that? Mm. Of all people, George W. Bush. The prejudice of low expectations. Mm, look at right? George W. Bush. Yeah, I, know. <laughs> I don't even think he, knew, uh, he probably didn't know crazy? what that meant. He goes, uh, he just you know read what, it. He's like, <laughs> you just can't fool me twice. <laughs> <laughs> you just can't fool me. But, but <laughs> terrorist, terrorist, America, just can't fool me. <laughs> but you know, you know what I'm saying? It's yeah. like, you know, you're so smart. It's like, it's not hard to be, it's not hard to gather information. You know, it's just like, you know, when you're black or you're Latin or whatever, it's like all you have to do is look shit up. Like white people, they're nosy. They look things up. They're always wanting to know everything. Just be like that. It can get you killed. They, but you're killed too, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't in the woods. Uh, you can get killed not knowing shit. That's true. Uh, <laughs> so I'd rather die knowing shit because you can die not knowing shit. And there's plenty of us that do not knowing a damn thing. So I'd rather know some shit. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, but... I, you know, it's nice to know shit. You just, but there, you have a phone. I'm just, I mean, there's, there's, you don't have to go see, to the library anymore. See, you information, to information to, age. You don't have to look up an encyclopedia. You don't have to do, you can just there's go. no card catalog. Yeah, you Google. Do a decimal system. You have to. Do you can just, this right now. You have no excuse. You can, talk to it. You can Google. You can literally Google. I had people Google yesterday, last night. I talked about blacks in sports and how I love Alabama football. And, and, and they were talking about Texas Longhorns were the last two schools that have black players, Texas and Alabama. You would think, Alabama. Mm -hmm. And I love Alabama football. And so I do this whole thing about blacks and football, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. And then my friends like talking about hockey. And then I had them Google. I had the uh, audience Google the uh, black colored hockey league in Nova Scotia, mm -hmm. 1894. They um, black hmm. people discovered the, the created the game of hockey. There's a picture of a black hockey team. They were escaped slaves that you know from the Underground Railroad. Yeah, went up to Nova Scotia and created the game of hockey 22 years before the NHL. It's Shit. it's a fact, and there's pictures, and they were they went like oh my, they were like tripping. This is Canada, which is known for hockey. Yeah, white, 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 and they fucking hide that. This is what I'm saying. They're no different than their Americans. It's still like fuck Negroes. 
mm-hmm. and we don't want to tell anybody anything. You know, that's why you got these a lot of black people walking around like fucking idiots because they don't tell you shit. So you don't think you shit. I mean, so, you have no excuse for not knowing now. But yeah, I, I looked it up because, because hockey, I looked it up because I, I, there's a lot of stuff on Instagram, a lot of um, accounts, like black, pro-black accounts. Like yeah. A lot of young people are doing a lot of black historical. So I looked up, she said, I want to know about hockey. So I just looked it up and I was like, what? It's like, there's a, bl- I'm telling you, it's a, bl- a blunt bunch. Of, look it up. Colored Hockey League. We just we created the game of hockey because I grew up with black hockey players. My Haitian friends, they were all hockey players. And my buddy Chris Nelson, shout out to Chris Nelson, who did um, the the choreography for um, Miracle with um, Kurt Russell. Oh, he wow. did the choreography. He's a black hockey dude from Canada. See, is that it? It's right there. Yeah. Well, they can't see it on TV, but yeah, he can uh, look it up, folks. Look it up. Yeah, look <laughs> it up. Eighteen. I'm so, giving so, y'all homework. So, so I, I that's just an example of the things that I try to do and sneak in. Which is palatable for everybody. I don't make it mean. I I, I joke about it, and then I and then people look it up. And after that, white folks are high five, and you go, "Dude, that was cool, man." Because you got to make it palatable for everybody. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You can't. I can't be preachy and not be funny. Then that means I'm irresponsible. I should go be a preacher. Then there's there's always a forum for everything. If you want to yeah. be a black nationalist, there's a forum for that. You want to be a Klan member. There's a form for that. I mean, you're, there is. So if, as a comedian, I, I, I like intellect. I like educational shit. I like race. I like being silly with it. But I have to be funny. At the end of the day, you got to make people laugh because it ain't fair if you're not funny. Right. Yeah. But I, I think, like I said, right. no matter what you do, be, be funny. funny. Be funny. Right. But a lot of times, I mean, for the, um, people look to comedy as a form of social commentary. Yeah, of course. Definitely. All the time. I mean, yeah. I mean, you can't you can't take the news seriously all the time. Right. And there's a lot of bullshit going around. So you turn to the Daily Show, you turn to yeah. Colbert, mm-hmm. you turn to the late night, mm-hmm. you know, talk shows, and you turn to stand up. Yeah. I mean, how many times in life, especially when you're talking about things that are relatable and people are like, Oh yeah, that's me. That's yeah, totally yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. And you just drop that in the middle of a conversation. And you're like, yeah, I got that from a comedian or a comedian, yeah. that, like just like you did, like yeah. you're learning shit. Yeah, you get it's cool because that's what hip hop used to do. <laughs> <laughs> that's good air. Now, now you're learning about pandas and shit. <laughs> fucking, you know what I mean? I but got now, in Atlanta. yeah, I, I got hold in Atlanta. To drop another another proverb in here, V for Vendetta shout out. Politicians use use truth to tell lies, uh-huh. and comedians use lies to tell the truth. No, it's true. Right, it's on. true. It's true. Right on. And we need it. We need yeah. it more than ever. Yeah. yeah. And the com- you know, like I said, like there's that new documentary uh, Netflix called Thirteenth about the prisoner. Oh, yeah. 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 Prisoner yeah, yeah. Amendment. Yep. Ava Ava DuVernay. The f- but uh, Chuck D was talking about that in his second album. It takes a million of nations to hold us back. He yeah. said he was saying in the black steel in the hour of chaos, he's like slavery organized the prison. He was talking about the prison system. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The video is about prison. Yep. Yeah. So he was saying that in the 80, 89, 90. So you were getting information from Nas, Public Enemy, Grant, Brand, Brand Nubians, Tribe. You was getting that from De La, all those cats. That's why it was even Ziggy Marley. I just saw this interview with Ziggy Marley. He was like, he was like, what do you think about the state of music? I love his 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 interviews are great. Mm-hmm. Ziggy's so deep. That dude is like, he's like, they're not saying anything to the people. No one's saying anything. They want to, they do it purposely to keep the youth from learning. I mean, he was keeping it real. He's yeah. like, they're keeping the youth. They want the black youth. They want us to keep, stay stupid. They want us to stay stupid. That's why they're not talking about like old school hip hop used to teach kids like, yo, you hear that about the da-da-da? 
Same thing with comedy. I my thing, my style is to try to throw little things in here and there. Throw little things in there. By why keeping people laughing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, right. Boom. Boom. It's messages boom. wrapped in comedy. It's almost yeah. like what slaves had to do. Always had to hit the master going, hey, yeah, master, but at the same time trying to escape. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you had to get your shit in, your culture in. It's like learning capoeira. No, like mm. capoeira, which was that yeah. was the Yoruba people. The Yoruba yeah. from, from Nigeria. Oh, really? I didn't know it was Yoruba. Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. Oh, cool. In Bahia, that's Angola and Yorubas came. Because yeah. when I went to Brazil, they thought I was from Bahia. Huh. But I was like, no, but they came, the Angola, that's why the Capoeira, there's Angola style and there's Hejonal. Hejonal is the fast. When they do it really fast, uh -huh. the Jinga fast, uh, Angola is very low. When you okay. see it go real slow, that's Angola style. Because huh. okay. they brought them from Angola. The Portuguese mm -hmm. brought the Angolans and the Nigerians. Boom, brought him. Oh, I don't know. I don't fuck around. I get to game. learn and laugh at the same it's time. Not a, it's not a game up in yeah. this. Yeah. Like, if I, I mean, I go to comedy shows all the time, and if yeah. I walk out, I'm like, I laugh my ass off, but I don't feel like I learn anything. I always want to leave. My, my, my acting teacher always told me, leave your product in the room. In any audition, man, let them know who the fuck was in there. That mm -hmm. was the coldest shit he ever told me, man. I was like, yeah, and I never forgot that shit. He always says, "Leave your product in the room. Let them know what the fuck just left." How do you do? Like, how do you do that? But I mean, you just but the stuff I do, I I don't know if I'm leaving it. Okay. I just feel that I am because I I, I naturally I go. I'm glad I said this. I'm glad I said that. If I have the audience going, oh oh, like it's a game. Like when I watch when you're watching a game, and the game is like you watch a regular game. And not there weren't really great plays. It was normal, whatever. It was like, yeah. oh, it's cool. But when you see like a good game where motherfuckers like they they do some, they lay it all, right. they pull their heart out. You're like, yeah. did you see that? Oh shit! And it's always the most memorable. Like that's the kind of thing. It's like when LeBron plays every game. He there's always something he does. You're like, shit. There's all these other players that just play. They don't really. They just play. They're pros. But LeBron will always do something crazy. Wade would do something crazy. Mm -hmm. Jordan always did something like, yo, Kobe. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, uh, my man, um, oh, God, um, from the Clippers. I just did the comedy thing with him in Montreal. Big, um, DeAndre, Blake. Yeah, Blake. Blake, Blake Griffin. Griffin would always do something crazy. Chris Paul. But the greats, that to me, the greats always leave something on that floor. They never, whether they're diving and all, to stop a ball, they're always just... Leaving something in the room—that's just—that's how I feel. So you you do every show like it's your last. You damn right. I don't ever take my shit for granted. I don't give a fuck if yep. there's three people, three thousand people, tenth. I don't care. I, I, I give them the same hundred percent effort. Yeah, oh, you got yep. to. Yep. I mean, I tell you, those people who just learned about the black uh, black people invented hockey—they're going to remember it's that gonna, shit. They're going to be mad as shit too. Yeah. they're going to try to paint that picture like no, like, that Photoshop, shit. Photoshop that shit. <laughs> Put George Bush's face on it. <laughs> Get the filter. <laughs> those new filters. Yeah, <laughs> Snapchat it. Hey, I'm not going to be surprised if some people use like racial filters. Like, <laughs> like I thought you're black. You you look like a white chick. Oh my. Fault. Oh god, I can see bad. a Snapchat bla blackface filter. Oh my god, it's coming. It's is. Uh, I wouldn't uh, doubt it. Uh, but you yeah. you 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 do a lot of social media stuff yourself. Well, Twitter. I, I'm trying. I, I, I got to tell a story. I got to tell a story. Right. So I'm, I'm riding with him. Okay. And, he, and I'm like, dude, you should put your stuff on Facebook. He goes, I got my Facebook works. My Facebook doesn't. <laughs> yeah. didn't I didn't know. He didn't know. Because they took it away. And what? I I don't. I want to know how to contact Something... Facebook. I don't know. They said, remember how they had, you had to give them your ID, like a passport ID to know. Oh, the you. you want a verified account. But they yeah. didn't let me get a chance. And they just said, hey, we're checking on your, uh, reviewing your account. 
and they I've never they've never gotten back to me, so I don't know what's going on on my Facebook. And he goes, I just Facebooked you. What? With that accent? Damn. Yeah, with the accent. I just Facebooked you. I'm gonna give you a fucking accent. I, I just I tried to Facebook you, and you know, dear. I give to you. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just giving you some. Uh, back to someone that works at Facebook. You tell them to go hook you. You don't up. work at Facebook. No, no I know someone. Well, a train does. Yeah. Do you? Do, can you get? Can they? Uh, can you find out how I can get in contact? I just go to go to forgot your password and then get back. There's <laughs> a link there. Sorry. Not it, stupid. <laughs> I, I tried to put my password. It won't take it. I'm trying to tell you. Keep saying we're, review, we're reviewing your thing. Oh. No matter when I try to log yeah, in. Yeah, because we it up. The right there was a class picture. I, it's the right pla- it's, it's he. I don't know how. What you do, what you do is you complain on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Complain on Twitter about Facebook. Facebook yeah. 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 Then Twitter will be like, we had to shut down your Twitter. Because <laughs> uh, you can't be talking about my people like that. We, we connected. That's my boy, Zuckerberg. We, you know, we hanging out. Yeah. You know. <laughs> you don't know who owns what anymore, so I don't no, want to say the wrong no, shit. Yeah. No, you don't. You know but I mean? I, I, before we leave, I want to touch on a few things because yeah. we had a conversation about yeah. this man is a huge hip hop head, okay. and he was in the middle of it. Yeah, yeah in the I middle was. of it, from yeah. the, the yeah, tribe yeah, to yeah, yeah, man. Uh, Quest That's me Love. coming up as a comic. Yeah, man. And they come to yeah. you and they're like, "Dude, man, you're dope." Yeah, man. Get me Method Man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I know Meth from. He knows from all the Wu Tang members. I know the Wu Tang dude. You got. I keep in touch with. Um, I, I I know Red Man. I know fuck. You know I I talk to Raekwon every once in a while. Boom. I mean I don't, I'm not buddy buddy, but I know them. It's like it, it's cool. I don't know Jizza, but I saw him not too long ago. I don't know Jizza, but I know a few of them, and it's cool because they know who you are yeah. from watching BT. Oh, yeah. You don't realize, yo, Rakim. I made Rakim. He knew I, I was like, yo, Rakim. I know Kumo D. Well, I it's like you know DJ Quick. I know Quick. I know um spe- um uh, oh god. Uh, not special K. Um, special Ed? No, no. K. Yeah, not special Ed. But the other guy, um, Positive K. Ah. You know, oh, Positive K. I know yeah. Positive K. I know Brand. I know Brand. Grand Poobah. I know a lot of cats, man. Mm. Crazy, crazy. I know a lot of... Because if people watch Soul Play, they've seen all the movies. Yeah. yeah. Fagger, they've seen them all. So they know you. They know you for... Oh, man, what up, K? You know? So it's dope. You, you know? ever talk about any, like, crossover work between comedy and music? Since with all the artists you know or all the comedians they know. Do I ever... Like, any, is there any crossover of that of that medium? Where, you yeah, know, I mean, John together? Mayer hangs with us a lot. I mean, but do y'all produce mm-hmm. anything like content for people to consume? Like, what do you mean? Uh, is there like a comedy song or no? Like anything? You go start rapping on stage, man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> uh, freestyling. It's just great. There's some of my most talented talented artists, like hip hop artists, and then some of my favorite comedians. It'd be great. I just want to see people get together and so much fusion. And just happen. do some horrible shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, is there a comedy song? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just, Com- comedy song was the I wrong know. word. I know. It's yeah, a comedy it, song. Hey, you got no, some comedy, comedy treats song. for us? <laughs> you got some comedy treats? Some comedy melodies? No, you know what I love? <laughs> comedy babe dancing. You got some comedy ditties? I think those are jingles. I'm remixing jingles. Those are jingles. <laughs> right, they're jingles, you jackass. I mean, if you if you came on stage, you had a DJ to just. I mean, Russell Russell Peters has his own DJ. He can DJ himself. Yeah, he can DJ too. But he has his own DJ come up, open up, and then well, come that's out. Cool. Those that's things. different, like little musical cues. But like, I don't sing songs. I like straight comedy. I like straight boom jokes. I like a lot of musical cues. Yeah, it gets a little corny. That, but that's each his own. It works. Me, I like to make the crowd angry at me. And be funny. I like to dig myself in a hole 
I'll shit on it. I'll shit on a city. <laughs> they'll be mad, but then I get out of it. And they'll be like, "He's funny." <laughs> I'm, a, I'm weird. I'm weird <laughs> like that. No, nah, it, it, I come from the school of Patrice O'Neill, no, man. Patrice. University of O'Neill. Mm. Sorry, Patrice O'Neill, man. Yeah, <laughs> shit. University <laughs> of Patrice. O'Neill. Are you going to the, the benefit in February? I the, did the for benefit last year. Oh, okay. I did for Bill Burr's. Yeah, Bill Burr's. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I did yeah. last year. Blew that shit up too, man. And it, yeah. was, it was it was an honor to do it. It was great. Yeah, love, love me, love me some Patrice. Yeah, man. All right, man. We're, we're gonna wrap things up. Yeah, we've been talking for an hour. Yeah. yeah, I can't. I I really really appreciate you for coming. You man. Better, motherfucker. I'm at work. I'm at work, and I get a text. Yo, yes, me. I'm in town. Yeah, <laughs> damn right. <laughs> Wednesday, Wednesday. I'm, I just, I, I'm in Austin, man. What's up? That's all I do, yo. I'm here, yo. What's up? Make it happen. <laughs> Make it happen, motherfucker. Yeah. So, no, I mean, you know, I, it's great. And back is at ninety six point three now. Yeah, yep. which is good. It's a smart move. He's in a cubicle. That shit was funny. Yeah, he ah. walked in. Uh, really? Like, but, 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 like that. He, but you know, what's funny is he got out of the cubicle, so I wouldn't see him there. He's like, "Hey, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just hanging out. Wait, I just want to go back to my office later. I'll just walk around. <laughs> the walk, the windows out. and the view, <laughs> the view to, to but the it's park good, outside. Though, because you're you're doing you're smart because you're in the number one R and B station, and that's and then when I got on the radio, he got on with me. Yeah. That's what you're doing. You're making your connections. Right. That's what the fuck you're supposed to be doing. Whether you start, hey, I'm cleaning up the fucking, I'm sweeping up over there. But you're in. You yeah. know, you're making your way up there. And this is the media that you want. So you're doing the smart thing. Shit. Shit is dope. First week is the floor. Next week is the fries. You know, yep. damn. up. Yep. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> if he's doing fries, he got fries. <laughs> Well, yo, man, this is a this is cool. I'll do it again when I come back. Yeah, you know, please, Austin please. Good to have you. Welcome, man. Trying to continue to build my brand out here because it's getting better, which is great. I was surprised Wednesday has an awesome turnout. Yeah, because that that uh, awesome, um, Cap City, which is one of the best comedy clubs in the country, is is a weird. It's weird because sometimes you'll get great audience, sometimes not. Not a lot of people show up. Yeah. So it's, it's still for me. It's still a little strange. There's no pattern to it. No pattern to <laughs> no, it. And I, and I got and I got people who repeats who come and see me. But I go, man, I want this shit to be packed all the time. Yeah. So I'm still working that out by doing this, you know, just right. trying to get around. Trying I don't know. Yeah. You know. No, it, it was dope. I, yeah. I was there on Wednesday. Give a big shout out to, to CK. CK, uh, Wu man. Wu Chow, baby. Ah, Wu Chow. With yeah. the Wu Tang clan, baby. <laughs> Wu Chow. <laughs> it's the Wu Chow clan. No, what? This, 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 yeah. is, this is what it is. There was a charity outside raising money for dogs. Yeah, he for came, dogs. He came up and started shitting on, shitting on the I charity. I shit on the charities. <laughs> Fuck charities, oh, man. <laughs> Charities is corny. No, don't bet. I ain't giving no money to them bullshit ass pit bulls. No, it's kidding. <laughs> Fuck them pit bulls. Hit them, they, I'll fucking punch them in their stomach. No, it's kidding. I support, no, no, Michael, no. I support Michael Vick. Uh, yeah. well, I, no, I didn't drop I that. I didn't drop that one. I didn't drop that one. I didn't drop that one. Nico would have been in the crowd. Michael Vick. I know. All these Austin pet lovers, yeah. Oh, yeah. Good. That's <laughs> nice. But, yeah, the pet loving is great, but damn, like people first. Most people get pets because they can't deal with people, which is corny. So anyway, I mean, if I got a pet, <laughs> it's not because I'm a social misfit. It's because I like the pet, not because I don't, I don't need people. I got my puppy. Fuck out of here. <laughs> you know, you got those weirdos, too. So anyway. All right. Yep. Uh, where can people find you? People can find me. Twitter is Godfrey Comedian. Instagram is Comedian Godfrey. Also, GodfreyComedian.com, which is my website. You can check out where my shit is because I got to update it. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, check out my Showtime special uh, yep. called Regular Black on Showtime Runnings On Demand. So it's all good. And iTunes is my extent. I mean, Black by Accident is still around. So, yeah, just look out for me and shit. And YouTube, all my YouTube and my Instagrams, King Batch and 
Shout out to King Bash, everybody. Yeah, everybody King, Bash. King, Bash. King Bash. King Bash. And, 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 and <laughs> Lorenzo Cromwell, he called me Rennie. And we would do more sketches. I play his dad, you know. So, yeah. That's uh, um, it. You can still go to Cap City tonight. Yep. Uh, 8 o'clock yeah. show. 8 uh, o'clock and 10.30. 10.30. Yeah. It's raining outside. It's shitty. So, Who gives a shit? stay inside. Go yeah. to the show. Yeah. Go to an indoor venue. Go to an indoor venue. Hell go check yeah. out the show. You're going to learn a Get thing Get an umbrella, too. fuckers. Yeah, no shit. It's Austin. You can do yeah. this. Don't be scared. Just a puddle outside. Don't it's be all right. scared. All right. <laughs> We're about to go eat. I'm out. All right. Peace. Thank you so much. No Talk problem. to you next week. Next week, Kevin Curtin from uh, Austin Chronicle will be here. We'll do a review of Austin Music 2016. So, Godfrey, always a pleasure, man. Uh, problem, mon frère. Ah, oh. c'est bien ça. Because we've been talking about Cosby a lot, I need to get the, the impression in, man. Okay. You got to. All right. See, time to go because you got to put something in somebody's drink so they can fuck, go to sleep. What? <laughs> <laughs> I had to. I thought we were talking about Cosby. I had to get it Dooper, in. Dooper, 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 Thank you so much. Thank yeah, you for man. tuning in, everybody. Make sure you follow the feedback on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Uh, we're also on iTunes, Google Play. Whatever you use to listen to a podcast, we're on it. Look up the feedback, BAK. Uh, leave a review. Leave a rating. That helps us with the ranking. Uh, we got a lot of stuff planned for next year, so make sure you stay tuned. Uh, hope you had a great Thanksgiving. Happy holidays. Talk to you next week. Peace. Peace out. Peace out. Ciao, ciao. Thank you, Godfrey.